Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So usually I have a little bit of a, of a banter thing and a tell a story, and then we get into the popcorn moment. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, Good to be with you. Uh, today, I have no time for the banter thing. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. I, this is fascinating audio. This took place on MSNBC. The person speaking is Cedric Richardson. Sorry, not Richardson, Richmond. I apologize. Cedric Richmond is a former congressman from Louisiana. He's also been with the Biden team as an advisor. And he's the co-chair of the Biden 2024 campaign. So that's a that's a big surrogate job. This isn't this is not small time. This is not the campaign manager. Different. But this is a guy you want front and center. This is a guy you're putting out there to tell your story. Now, one can argue that telling the story involves, at times, a rehash. But that rehash shouldn't be taking place in the most friendly of confines. So let me start with this right here from Cedric Richmond. Well, President Biden will be the Democratic nominee, but what we want them to know is that this president is still focused on them. He- Can we stop? Right, the, the question got asked by, by the host, and I, and I started it after the question was asked. You had to remind people that Joe Biden will be the Democratic nominee? Right off the bat, you're forced to ask, you're that worried about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Or whatever Joe Manchin's doing, whatever this no labels group is a part of that has the political left very worried that they're going to siphon votes from Biden. But, but you, had to, you had to remind people that he's going to be the Democratic nominee. You know what? Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. It's just me is that this president is still focused on them. He never said it was about him or the vice president. He's focused on growing the economy from the middle out, delivering on promises promises he's made during the campaign, and continuing to meet the challenges that we've faced. So let's just, if we need to revisit, united the West against uh, Russia aggression, appointed Katanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court, created 13.2 million jobs, uh, largest investment in the vir- environment than any other president. He's laundry listing to the MSNBC crowd, and he's including the lie of creating 13.2 million jobs. It's a lie. And there's the host smiling. Well, she really smiled when he said uh, appointed Katanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. Uh, but 
Cedric lied there. Lied about 13.2 million jobs. No problem. Just keep on lying. Their laundry listing. His accomplishments. Now, one could argue, Tony, this is what you do. You might have somebody new tuning in. This word might get out. You want to teach people how to engage the message? All right. Maybe I'm just being cynical. This seemed awkward to me. Actually got infrastructure legislation passed on a bipartisan basis, which no other president did. Uh, enacted uh, sensible gun reform legislation, which hasn't been done in almost 30 years. So his record of accomplishments keep going and going. And look, now's the time that we'll start to talk about it. Uh, but for the president and the vice president, they're continuing to keep their head down and make life better for Americans and protect those freedoms that are so important. If, if if you say they're making life better, I thought that laundry list was fascinating. That you'd have to laundry list. That you'd have to remind people that Biden's going to be the nominee. I don't know, something about it struck me as odd. This interview went on for about five minutes and it ended this way. So I mentioned some good economic numbers at the top. Um, with those good numbers, it stands to reason, why is the president's approval rating still only hovering at around 40%? What's going on here? Look, I, I would love to say we sit around and just look at the president's approval ratings. We don't. Uh, we focus on those challenges that are uh, facing our American families. And to the extent that there's so much chaos and confusion and division and so many culture wars or so many uh, acts and displays of racism, uh, if you ask me if the mood of the country is in a, a great place, I would say that the environment itself is very challenging. But as we make our case, I think people will clearly see. Are you telling me that Biden is at 40 percent because of culture wars and racism? You, this is a take. Because I can point to 9 million culture wars that the political left started. And the biggest story in America right now is how progressive Pramila Jayapal, that bigot, referred to Israel as a racist state. Who's engaging in calling people racist? Who's engaged in the bigotry? Who's engaged in the culture war? The... You are going to laundry list your accomplishments because people don't actually know what they are. Now, Biden has been able to say, look at my legislative achievements. Look what I've done. The problem for him is America goes, look at what you've done. We've got the Inflation Reduction Act. It doesn't reduce inflation. Everybody knows it was a green bill. It was a lie. Joe Manchin's going to tell us how he got flim-flammed, how he got hornswoggled. Stop it. Stop it. But you're going you're gonna to put it on Republicans creating culture wars? Does that work? And, and how does anybody else take that? I've often said when they say the right is engaged in culture wars, yeah, we're going to win. Bring it on. My question is on a, on, a, on a larger scale, do we think this works? 
The right isn't serious. They're just engaged in culture wars. You came after our kids. We said no. You told us uh, that people aren't allowed to say no to decorating a cake or making a website. We said no. (laughs) You told us we have to use pronouns or we're going to get people killed and we should go to jail. We said no. Who started the culture war? You said we can't have gas stoves. We said we want gas stoves. You said, who's talking about gas stoves? Then you went after gas furnaces. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the one having, just hearing this wrong or hearing this Maybe in a personal way, maybe in an emotional way, which is not my my want. It's not my style. Something about this presentation on MSNBC strikes me as all sorts of odd. All sorts of problematic. This is weird. Something about this doesn't hit right. And I may not know what it is today, but maybe I will tomorrow.